Okay, listen up. Before we start this, understand what it is. The Spartan Pledge is a battle drill. It's what to do when you don't know what to do. Remember that. The last to fall. Two things every warfighter needs. I won't shed a tear for them to see. Is a battle buddy and a mission. Repeat after me. I will not take my own life by my own hand. I will, I will not, not take, take my, my own life, life by my own hand. hand. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. My mission, my mission is to find a mission. Is to find a mission. To help my warfighter family. To help my warfighter family. Thank you. You've now taken the Spartan Pledge. Don't let it die here. You are now authorized to go and tell other people, other warfighters. You don't take it for yourself, you take it for them. It's an agreement so they know where to go when they're having problems. Take this, go give it to others. All the way. Make it happen. Give it to others. Make it happen. DV Radio. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. Uh oh, I pushed the lid off. It's getting a faggot, Seaman Trucking will pack your shit for you. Go down to Pound Town, into Pound Town. Dysfunctional. I see Janet Reno in a pink bunny suit repelling out of a helicopter with an AR-15, and I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. It puts the lotion in the basket. We are extra disgruntled tonight. I like the feeling between my butt cheeks. I have to walk around the store with a mug, and people are like, oh, what are you doing? I'm drinking coffee? Like, no, I'm promoting DB. I can use the promo code Marquee and get 0% off. Ah, oh, hey, DB. You want to see how smart you are? Click on my ring. Yes. Get a little bit of foreskin in with that. He does talk a lot about his grandma's titties. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's probably heard a lot worse uh, out of me. I didn't see a box from Tasteful Treasures. Oh, jeez. Syrup of my mouth a little. That reminds me of a marine joke. We'll talk quietly amongst ourselves. Good thing we didn't say you better tune in. This is one for the record books. You don't want to miss it. It's time, 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 time to get swinging at the Barracks Party. 
That's right. It's time to get sweet on the barracks party right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. It is the Veterans Day barracks party, and God damn it, we got a full fucking house already. There's fucking 10 people in here. We've got Oink, Wardog, JJ, Joel from MBR Radio, Scav, Jason from Southern Vet Suites. We've got Veteran Trash Talk. I don't know who's over there, but we're going to find out in just a moment. And then we've got Zoom user who supposedly is um Gary from Ginger, Texas. Uh, but, uh, oh, big girl from Veteran Trash Talk. <laughs> and we've got somebody who hasn't been on DV Radio in quite a moment. He is none other than the snowman himself. It is... Frosty up in this business. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> Happy birthday to all my brothers out there yesterday and sisters and all the rest of them. Of, of course, of course he has to fucking bring up the Marine fucking birthday. Why? Why? Wardog already brought it up. All we, we gotta bring it up. Ve- all we need is the vegan and the Apple Watch user to pipe up. He's <laughs> 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 Probably does CrossFit too. You got Oink up there using fucking crapple, so there's that. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh if you uh didn't hear, uh I have to update you all. Um last week I did mention that Google had a fall off of her horse uh last week actually, and she got what they thought was a mild uh concussion. Turns out it wasn't mild. Uh, it's gotten worse over the last week. DV6 did take her to the emergency room at the VA this morning. Uh, reason being is her next appointment isn't until, wait for it, December 14th to get her fucking head looked at for a concussion that she had that fucking cracked the fucking helmet. It literally cracked the helmet. She sent me pictures of it and I'm like, yeah, no, you need to get that shit checked. This shit isn't right. Uh, but they did get her seen today. They didn't do a whole lot, uh, as you might have guessed. Um, but they are hopefully going to get her in sooner, uh, than December 14th. Uh, they basically told her, you know, limit screen time and stuff like that, uh, because of all the symptoms that she's been happening or that she's been having. I, Not, my uh, question is how many more injuries before she, uh, decides to maybe back off on the horse riding? Well, she's not had a uh, horse injury in three and a half years now, give or take. Um, it's the first one she's had in that long. In that uh, long, um, but uh, yeah, uh, yes, Joel, please keep streaming. Let everybody hear us. If you want to keep streaming, go for it. Um, but yeah, if you pray or send good vibes or whatever, please send them up to the DV farm. For uh, Google and DV6, he's got some medical shit that's been going on. Uh, if you haven't uh, watched the video, please go do that on the DV Farm Facebook page. But I promised Google that I would do it either during Barracks Talk or Barracks Party, depending on time. And I wanted to do it right now since uh, everybody was being somewhat quiet. Uh, so please send vibes her way. And before I forget, if you're just tuning in right here on WDVR DV radio, again, it is the veterans day barracks party. Don't forget that today and today only you get 
11% off at the DV Radio store on dvradio.net. I can't believe it either. November 11th, Veterans Day, 11%. Woo! Just go over there, click on DV Radio store. Be sure you click the redeem button and buy whatever the fuck you want. <sighs> Jesus fucking Zoom user. Are you Gary? Are you Ginger Texas? It is. I'm chatting with him now. I told him to All change right. his shit. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to. I'm gonna make you co-host Oink so you can change this shit. Cause yeah, I'm over here fucking talking, running this shit, and I'll make you co-host so you can do that. Uh, but I heard my name. Who said my name? Was that Joel? Oh, so I, I have one thing to say real quick. Uh, somebody came back from Iraq uh, this last week. I want to put a huge shout out to Chappie. Welcome back. He is back with his wife and he's back with us here in Colorado. So I just wanted to give him a huge shout out since he's back. Cool. Deal. Wait, yo, can I pop in? Yes. Yes. I can't tell you who that who said that, but sorry. I got sidetracked when I read my fucking message. <laughs> cool deal. I like that. I like that. Safe. Like, like baseball safe. Anyway, that didn't work out because you can't see me and I'm not doing video. Fuck you all. Um, <laughs> let me see. Where is he at? Did they, uh, yes. Big Earl veteran trash talk brother. How you doing, man? Man, I'm freaking awesome. I've had a great veterans day. I made all my rounds, got everywhere I needed to go. You know, rack room at 20% off. So I got myself some Chuck Taylor for the first time since I was 12. Oh my God, dude. Making it happen. You know, a couple of years ago, I actually got me, uh, some custom ones and they're like, they don't one up me on that shit. I haven't <laughs> had it since I was 12 and all, but maybe I should have got custom ones. Jesus. Dude, I hadn't so. bought shoes in like eight years at that point. So I had to get me something. <laughs> but nah, man, that's great. That's fucking great. How you guys doing over there at Veteran Trash Talk? You got anything going on? Nah, we're great. Uh, just about, uh, you know, we do our fight show on Friday for UFC, and uh, those guys are pretty good at picking them. So we're looking forward to the main event starting here in about forty minutes. Uh, UFC two ninety five. So we'll be we'll be uh, chatting about that and BSing about how much money we just fucking lost. So <laughs> it is what it is. It's awesome. That's fucking awesome. I was just in Colorado Springs. Where's everybody at? Colorado. Who's from Colorado? Uh, that's Joel. Yeah, that's me. H. Hey, Earl. How are you? Great, man. Next time I'm up there, I'll have to reach out to you. Yeah. Come by the studio. We can play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Better bring that 55-gallon drum a loop. (laughs) (laughs) That's for faster. It better stay faster on it, too. (laughs) Mr. Frosty, it's been a minute. How the fuck are you? What are you doing? Where the fuck you been? It seems like you got put back together after the last snowfall. Yeah, we finally got enough snow. I could reform and uh, spent yesterday trying to dig out. And today I've been uh, playing with my wood most of the day. Nice. That's something that you and JJ actually can come to terms on. Yeah, he turns his wood. I just try and build shit. <laughs> I made the pegs for his bench. <laughs> this is what happens when you get all of us dickheads together. And you're only supposed to get, what, another 6 to 12 inches, to, you know, for tomorrow? That's yeah, something like that. On top of the about 26 that we got the last couple of days. Yes, sir. Gotta love it. Hold on a second. We got another visitor. Uh, this makes 11. So it's kind of y'all want to be that way. It's even. Oh, shit. None other than 
the 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 raging asshole Air Force fuck nut dick bag nevermore herself. <laughs> Jesus, what an intro! Have you talked about a woman like that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not assume stuff like that, War Dog. Come on, <laughs> 2023, man. Oh, she would say the same shit about me, except it would be harsher. That's why I done it. <laughs> Where the you been, name. Nevermore? Yeah, we no. can hear you. No. Yeah, yes. Yes. We can hear you. Yay. <laughs> she, she can't hear us. No. Uh, how you been? I mean, I'm kicking. Don't kick too hard. You might kick the dogs off the bed. Ah, the dogs figured her. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say you because you'd be like, "What, motherfucker?" No, much. <laughs> the mastiff's bigger than she is. <laughs> Shit ass. I, I. Um. Oh, never mind. That's because I made this for Barry's talk, not Barry's party. See, like, we should have made another link. <laughs> I fucking well. So so I gotta let everybody know. It. So I made this uh, meeting like a month ago, and I sent the email out to Ace using her email address. And when you're in Zoom, it shows all the people that have joined. What's well, down below that? It says not joined, and I clicked on it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, it's because Ace left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, at the end of the barracks talk, if you didn't hear Jason from Southern Vet Suites join us, man, it's been a minute. What you doing over there with your nuts? I, I haven't had any in my mouth in a minute. Well, I mean, you know where they're at. Go get them. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Just come at me like that. Why don't you? I mean, that's what the nuts job is, right? Come at you. <laughs> got a Sorry. point there. <laughs> so, no, no joke. Have you got any new flavors that are on uh, the store right now or getting ready to come out? Because I know it's no I've got a metric shit ton of new flavors. It's just deciding on do I want to put them out now? Do I want to make them seasonal? Do I, you know, it's like, I don't know. So, I mean, it's like, Honestly, I've got a metric fuck kind of flavors I could put out. It's just if I do, it's like, are they, they going to be successful? Are they not going to be successful? Are they going to be too successful? Am I going to have time to make them? Um, I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I got so many I could put out right now. But the newest one um, that is uh, I'm going to be putting out is the Cajun Barbecue that has gotten really, really good reviews from, I guess, uh, my uh, – uh, what's the word? Um, I have a fucking brain fart here. Uh, research and development. And by research and development, I mean my wife and parents and anybody, my neighbors. That's my research and development department. <laughs> I mean, um, you gotta get it where you can, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause, you know, the thing is, I have a ton of people that I could send it to that would be a good research and development. But I can't ask them to pay for the shipping and I can't afford to just ship it to everybody for research and development purposes. But it's like, I don't want to say, Hey, can you send me like seven or eight dollars to try this? And then them tell me, Oh, it's a ship product. And then I feel bad because I charge them eight dollars to send them a ship product. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of a uh, internal struggle. You know, it's like, I really want to be able to send it to them, but I just can't afford to send it to 
20 different people to try it. No, man, we get so it. So I just we go based off it. of neighbors <laughs> and all that. Um, I don't even remember the last time I've been in here. Uh, it's probably hasn't been this year that I've been in here. Um, I've got my uh, retail food establishment license, which means I am legal to sell in stores worldwide. Congratulations, so man. That's, that's a big that thing. something you were looking at doing uh, the last time you were on. Well, it's it's done. Um, so I've got that. Uh, I don't know if last time I was in here, uh, I am sponsored by a distillery up in Tennessee, so I don't pay for any of the liquor that I use in my products. Um, Congratulations. I've got, uh, I mean, shit, yeah, I, yeah, I, I had, well, it's, you know, it's, it's been a ride. Um, you know, the movie people that I do a lot with went on strike in March and they, the actors and writers and the actors just signed off on their strike the other day. So that's going to start getting rolling again here soon, delivering to the movie sets. Um, I've already got my first order for the end of the month, but it's really going to get busy after the new year. Um, fucking awesome, man. It so I'm hoping been that, yeah, I'm hoping that'll get me back on the map. Um, cause it's, you know, I'm not going to say it's been a struggle, but yeah, I think the movie people have been 70% of my income. Right. So when they went on strike, that hurt. I was in a, I was on the struggle bus that had no fucking wheels or a motor in it. Um, so, but now the fact that they're doing that, I'm hoping that's really going to start to take off. But being in the distillery has helped. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff, I guess, kind of coming up. Um, I've been doing the, uh, PGA Hope program, which is, uh, basically free golf lessons, uh, with, for veterans that they do. And I've actually, uh, set up a meeting with the purchaser and sales manager for the Bobby Jones golf courses. Um, and there's like the Robert Trent Jones golf courses. So there's a lot of those and I'm hoping that's going to go well next week. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I just know I got a meeting set up with him. So that could be huge potential. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been a lot of up and down, up and down, up and down. I mean, um, in, honestly, man, it, I know with every bad thing comes at least one or two good things. And it sounds like even though, you know, the strike happened and I wish you'd hit us up, man, I told you, you open-ended invite, but uh, it sounds like a lot of stuff has, has went on the up and up and, and things are, are turning around. I'm, I'm so happy that you got your retail license and everything. It's, that's, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Cause I know that was one thing that, uh, you were sort of hung up on there for a while. Uh, you, you were, you were, you felt bad about it, but at the same time, you're happy about it because of all the, the bullshit that you got to go through. But, um, either way, that's, that's fucking awesome. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's been a whirlwind. Right. You know, it's like some days I will, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Some days it's like, I really fucking love what I do. And some days I'm like, fuck this fucking place. I want to burn it the fuck down and just stop. <laughs> so so it's know? the military except at home. Yeah. At home with nuts. <laughs> with nuts in your mouth. That's I mean, that come from a diabetic. You know, it, it's <laughs> like I built this, you know, from the ground up. Like I started with zero dollars. Right. Yeah. Zero dollars. 
And it's like, I really love the fact that when people tell me it's the best thing they've ever had. And one thing I take extreme pride in is I am the only candy person I have found, candy manufacturer, whatever, with over a hundred Google reviews. I'm at 163 that are, and everything is perfect five star. Hey man, don't jinx you know, <laughs> I might, I might take that out of the podcast. So it don't jinx you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the way I see no, it, man, that's you know, great. If, if it's not a legit review, it's easy to get that yeah, shit removed. Yeah. Proud you of know, it, but you know, if somebody once asked me, it's like, what if somebody came up to you and said, you know, I would like to buy your company, albeit buy it to stop what you're doing, albeit buy it to, I just want to buy it because we love your product, you know, for like, if somebody came up to me and said, oh, I have to buy your company for $250,000, where do I fucking sign? Right. <laughs> where do I fucking sign? I, I don't give a shit. Because it's one of those things, like, I love what I do. I'm doing it because I love it. But some days it's just so goddamn stressful because <laughs> I'm the only person doing it. I think make, we all make, feel pack, that ship, label, do every fucking thing. <laughs> so, Maybe now that uh, you got your retail license and the movie business is is open back up, maybe things will you, you can you can figure out another system that uh, yeah, quote unquote. Well, I don't think it's what you need. Figuring out a system is just awesome. I don't trust any fucking body to help me is what it no, is. I got you. I got you. That's what makes I'm putting the stress on myself is what it is. Marquis down your way. I mean, <laughs> he used to live like right down the road. Literally, when I lived in Covington, uh, he was right down the road from me. Yeah. Um. Before I forget, we got Mr. Ginger Texas in here. Brother, how the hell are you? You got hey, a motherfucker? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm tired. Dude. Um, the weather change has been crazy here in Texas. And uh, it was kind of cool. And then it got warm again. So that always messes with us. But it's been a crazy week. Um, but, you know. Everything's going pretty good. I hear you. I hear you. Still sober. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. God damn it. I'm getting ready to fix that <laughs> fucking podcast, motherfucker. Don't, don't <laughs> make me look like a goddamn liar. <laughs> no worries on my end. I can promise you that. Dude, that, I cannot for the life of me, like, you already know what's been going on this week, but I couldn't. Like, I would look at your emails and I was like dead tired. I'm like, I, what is this dude even talking about? Like, with the clouds <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I, I want to drink just looking at this crap. But no, um, I finally figured it out today because, you know, like work's been crazy. And then, um, you know, I lost an old friend earlier this week. So, you know, I've been going through a lot. But, um, I, today I was like, I had my day off. My mind was clear. And I was like, okay, let's get this done because I know he's going to say something. Uh, about it, like here in a couple hours. So I was like, "All right, we'll show this fucker." So I finally figured it out. Were you able to grab those um, files, though? Dude, it's Saturday. I don't work on Saturday unless it's for the show for that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I had, looked I at had, my cinnamon there for you. So that's good. I had somebody over today too, and uh, like I said, I was uh mentally preparing for tonight's show what what all I wanted to do and, and and how I wanted to set everything up and then obviously I was actually getting ready for the show and making sure I wasn't right going to die for the show. So y'all definitely grab that uh tomorrow slash Monday and hopefully have <laughs> last week's podcast out by Monday, Tuesday, somewhere in there. Um who has it spoke? 
There's going to be a cricket insert. Everybody, apparently. <laughs> none of us. We're all being, none of us. We're, we're all haven't spoke. We're all being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking surprised. Because most of the time when we get all you motherfuckers in here, it's, I say, fuck you, and I'm like, shut the fuck up for five seconds so I can think and get something out. <laughs> Can I talk about FAFO? Uh, sure. No, you're not allowed. I don't, ha- I don't have the intro right now, but I can't put it in the podcast. I'm cool either way, bro. Let's roll. All right. Uh, I'll put the intro in the podcast, but without further ado, it's none other than Sergeant Wardog with this week's FAFO. That's the part I was talking about with the whole fuck around and find out. Public service announcement to civilians. If you run into a veteran, you may indeed fuck around and find out. Listen, you snot, those little shit. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Fuck with me, and we'll see your shits on the sidewalk. I'll kill you with my teacup. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. You're a gutless turd. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. Fuck around and find out. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to F-A-F-O. Fuck around, find out. Where we highlight stories (laughs) in the news where veterans had to teach civilians a lesson. All right. For this week, we are headed to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Time frame, July 26, 2023, this year. Title, Combat Veteran Stop Suspected Shooter at Fayetteville's Cross Creek Mall. A combat veteran who was in the parking lot of Cross Creek Mall during a shooting in the food court Wednesday confronted the suspected shooter outside and held him at gunpoint until police arrived, an official confirmed. Robert Williams, age 41, said he was in his vehicle contemplating what to get for lunch when he saw a man, whom he later detained, tuck a handgun into his pants as he approached the doors of the food court. Williams said that moments later, people came running outside, screaming there was a shooting. I'm about to run back into the mall to try to stop the shooter, but I saw him outside, so I started following him, said Williams, who medically retired from the Army in 2014 after several tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. So I waited until he got into a clearing where there were no people around. I pulled my gun on him, and I told him to get the expedive down on the ground, Williams said. He said the man who was bleeding from the back of his head turned and saw that Williams was armed and got on the ground. Williams, who is a married father who works at a Rayford group home, said he then checked the man for weapons and found none, but held him until police arrived. All right. That has been this week's version of F-A-F-O. Fuck around. Find out where this veteran in Fayetteville, North Carolina, saved countless lives by confronting a shooter in a Fayetteville mall. Salute. 
Tell you what, them Southern boys don't fuck around, man. (laughs) 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 The way things been going lately, if you're not packing, you're going to get capped. Absolutely. Look, man, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're going to be a dumb fuck, I have no remorse for you. Right? Not one eye fucking Oda. So more power to that veteran and whomever else, uh, civilians, whatever, needs to stand up and, and, and quote unquote take a stand. We're not saying break the law. We're not saying do anything illegal. Uh, we're not even saying go out and instigate anything because God don't. But, um, if you don't go looking for it, but yeah, don't start it, but finish it if it needs to be. Yeah. If you need to defend yourself or others around you, absolutely do it. Uh, and if, if you have the means to, if you have the wherewithal, uh, don't fucking do something just because you want to be fucking Superman, Batman, whoever the fuck else, man, woman, whatever. Uh, but (laughs) if you can do it, do it. If you can't, just let it die out. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. Oh, shit. Um, JJ, what you got going on over there, man? Uh, I'm doing a holiday show next weekend at uh, a vineyard. Hang on a second. I'll tell you the name of it. Because um, remembering important facts is hard. Grove yeah. Vineyards. Grove Vineyards and Winery in... Uh, uh, that place near that, you know, town. I know where that's at. <laughs> Gibsonville. Gibsonville, North Akalaki. That'll be uh, on the afternoon of Saturday, the uh, whatever next Saturday is. 18th? 18th, yeah. That's good. Actually, was invited to come vend. So I think maybe might be a little higher class than the shit I've been trying to do. Um yeah. Vending this year has been hard. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, it's been really, really, really rough. Uh, I did a quote unquote veteran focused event at the beginning of the month that was absolute fucking garbage. Actually, it was at the end of uh, October, and uh, the the coordinator didn't understand the difference between veteran vendors and attendees, <laughs> and. Uh, I walked out of there. I, I left. I have never packed up and left three hours before the event ended. Fucking that Sunday or that Saturday. I was like, fuck this bullshit. I was done. It was ridiculous. JJ was singing, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> well, I'll what, tell what you right that? now, that's the number one reason I have not done events in the last year. Cause every mm-hmm. single one I've signed up for the coordination has been absolute shit. And that oh, is the number one way to keep vendors from showing up if it's just yeah. not coordinated. This woman's communication was bad, but what killed me was this event was supposedly focused around honoring vets and showcasing. And and she advertised it this way, showcasing veteran vendors. She didn't showcase shit. It was it was it was not cool. And uh so I got invited to Vend at this uh, wi- uh, winery, and then the first weekend of December, um, I'm going to be vending uh, with the uh, Piedmont Triad Craftsmen's Guild. That's um, nice. Yeah, which should, again, an, uh, an audience that's looking for 
more than plastic trinkets from China. So I'm really hoping that that's that's gonna, usually a that's usually a pretty good turnout. I'm not saying that you're going to make gobs of money, but it's usually a pretty good turnout in terms of uh, vendors and attendees. And usually there's people there looking to, if not buy something, find new uh, vendors that they can, uh, push on social media and things of that nature or get you in an article and stuff like that. Yeah. Snafu, I'm going to tell you the event I did at the end of October was worse than having the V, the DJ right across from us blast the music and it was worse. Oh, it was one thing I do want to ask you, JJ, for all those listening that might be interested in buying something. When is going to be your last day shipping orders for Christmas? Well, I mean, I can't – basically, you have about two weeks before I can't guarantee it's going to make make it to you before Christmas. Just because the Postal Service – you remember what happened with the first pen I sent you. Dude, the fucking uh, delivery the last month from anybody that I know, including myself, has been horrendous. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, if you don't order with within the next two weeks, I can't guarantee – that it's going to get to you. Red, um, uh, I'm working on Gibby the Snowman. That's going to be funny. <laughs> great piece. Red sent me an email and said, hey, uh, 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 Red, Red broke her wrist, and the chief and the master chief each had hip replacements. So she wanted a, a snowman ornament to uh, commemorate their various injuries. And I'm dying reading the email. I'm like, Gimpy the Snowman, this is the best. <laughs> so I'm going to be working on Gimpy the Snowman to ship out this week. Um, he's going to have a little. He's going to have one arm in a sling and a crush on the other side. It's <laughs> awesome. But uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing um, eleven high end pens tomorrow. I'm really going to have a good time uh, turning those. I've got. Some um, East India rosewood that is going to be glorious. Uh, some bloodwood, some highly figured walnut, some canary wood, and then I uh, have two pen blanks that were made by another veteran who is just starting to branch out from making pens. And his name is uh, Joe Gibson, and his. Uh, 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 Woodheap is the name of his, his workshop. And he does these awesome, uh, segmented glue up pen kits. And he sent me two of his blanks. So I'm looking forward to getting those on the pens. I think they're going to be really, really cool. Um, and then, uh, I, uh, so, but one other thing is, uh, I got to go to the, uh, North Carolina, uh, wood turning symposium last weekend. And my head's still swimming. It was freaking amazing. Um, got to see some really, really great classes. Got to meet some world-renowned wood turners. I met a personal hero, Miss Barbara Dill, who literally wrote the book on uh, multi-axis turning. And I have a signed copy of her book. Um, absolutely delightful lady. And um, really got to network with some great people. And what was really funny is because of the worldwide wood turners, uh, meetings, which we meet every Wednesday at eight, 7 p.m. Eastern, um, via Zoom. And we have demos every week, free of charge. It's really cool. WorldwideWoodTurners.org. Um, people recognized me and I'm like, 
they're like, Hey, Joaquin. And I'm like, hi, <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, awesome, I'm going to tell you what, if you do any kind of crafts or hunting like war dog, uh, um, you know, if you do anything like that and there's, you can go to a convention, go, holy cow. My head is so full of ideas and designs. I'm waking up at five in the morning, every morning to get out to my shop because I can't, I can't finish my custom orders fast enough to start playing with some of the ideas in my head. And, uh, it's just, wow. What an amazing opportunity to just absorb my craft and my art and, and be around people, um, who also are, are part of it. And it was just like, holy shit. I'm still trying to wrap my head around all the ideas. So you do have to have a $3 million policy, insurance policy. When you, when you go to <laughs> these events, because yeah. I think they just yeah. did here at the train depot here in Palmer. I was the wife usually goes there for the one of the, thing. uh, yeah. So she's obviously not hitting that fucking place up this year because they want, want her to carry a $3 million policy for what? For insurance. For insurance. Yeah. They yeah, were most of it, I'll say as somebody that does a lot of them, most of them require an absolute minimum of a one to $2 million liability policy for a craft fair. Come on, dude. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, a lot everyone of that I've it. seen, everyone that I've seen, it's the event coordinator themselves that gets it to cover the vendors. And that's mm-hmm. it. The way they pay that, pay that off is the vendors pay a small Arjun, to them. Well, it's Arjun also vendors, yeah. a state by state policy too on a lot of them. Like in Georgia, most of them require the vendor to have the insurance. So I have to have insurance that covers them, not them covering yeah. me. I have not had to pay any kind of insurance to go no, vend. And the wife doesn't have to for another event that she's doing at the Colony High School. But yeah, remember, you know, I'm also doing a food product, which is a totally different realm. And yeah, yeah, food vendors have totally different. different rules. Food's completely yeah. different. Food vendors are way different here, too. And before we get off the subject of wood turning, I did want to ask you have, if you've ever met, but uh, my brother's favorite wood turner, and I think he's extremely talented, is the Blind Woodsman. Have you ever heard of I haven't met him? John. Are you talking about John Furness? Yes. I would love to meet him. I, he's in Georgia. He's not very far from you. Yeah. Uh, I thought, I no, he's in Washington. Him, but I'd, I'd love to spend a day in, in his shop. I thought he was in Washington. Oh, I thought he was in Georgia. No, I'm pretty sure he's in Washington or Oregon or something like that. Huh. Um, I've got one. Uh, well, I don't have. I bought one and gave it to my brother, one of his bowls. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love his work. I've never met him. I don't know that he demonstrates. Yeah, I didn't know if he did, but one of my favorite videos watching whenever they do it is his wife will go out to the shed. She's like, it's a game. Is the light on or is it off today? Yeah. Go yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the reason he turns the light on is if he knows she's coming out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's in like Oregon or Washington or something like that. I, I can for ask- some reason, I thought he was in Georgia. I don't know why. Um, the only reason I remember that is because I bought something from them, and I'm pretty sure the address came from Washington or Oregon. Yeah, there's another. Uh, you know what? There's a there's a carver uh, on TikTok, the blind woodsman, who follows me, and we talk a lot. I might have confused John with him. I'm looking at his page. He's live right now. Yeah, he's in Washington. He's okay. actually live on TikTok right now. Cool. Yeah, yeah. he and his wife do two fun lives. Like. Um, he makes uh, Christmas ornaments. He gets clear glass bulbs 
and he takes his wood shavings and fills the bulbs with the wood shavings. He's doing that right now in life. Yep. Those are great Christmas ornaments. Those are awesome. I won't sell them because he makes a lot of money doing that. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not taking his profit because he no. ships all over the United States. Speaking so, of Christmas stuff, we've got Christmas merchandise up on the DV Radio store right now. You can get 1% off until midnight tonight on <laughs> DV Radio. Just click DV Radio store. Speaking of that, we'll have some aluminum ornaments available for you guys to order on the store as well. It'll have the DV Radio logo and a little DV Radio Christmas hat wearing logo on the other side for you to uh, grab very soon as well. Well, a little shout out for JJ. If you go on my website and look, Almost all of my pictures, the little wooden bowl that the product sit in in the pictures came from JJ. Right on. Yeah, that's right. I go, get that. some, go get you some shit from Wattop Woodturning. They make awesome gifts. Uh, recoil myself. <laughs> I don't know who else here other than uh, Jason has anything, but get you some shit from Wattop Woodturning. It's handmade. It's hand-turned. It's got love put in it. It's original. The creativity is amazing. The shit lasts and he'll, he even sends you a little thing to tell you how to take care of it and all that. You can ask him questions and, uh, he'll even make custom stuff for you, uh, if he can make it on his lathe and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. it's, speaking it's of that, we actually got a chance to use the, uh, shot glasses and stuff that JJ made for us for out of some, uh, birch that we sent down to him. Was that a year I, or so ago? Oh, that was, uh, like two years ago, brother. Two years ago. No, well, we finally yeah. got a chance to use them for the niece's 21st birthday. Man, it's nice. 2023. It was two years ago. JJ knows these things. He remembers time. I They've been sitting at the two, folks' house for since we got them. I still have two pieces of that spalted birch. Uh, uh, I've got a little vase. And what is the other pieces? I think I've got two vases left of that spalted birch. Yeah, I do. I've got two vases. One's on a sapele base. And then one is just the birch itself, and everybody is just wild about the spalting and that stuff. I was going to say, um, I'm redoing the man cave here soon, and I don't know if it's something you could use, but I've got about seven, six-foot or longer pieces of sapili that if I can get them to you, you're more than welcome to have them. I, I had oh, a, yeah. uh, They're made into shells right now, so it's just they're straight. It's just the edges have been routed. Um, they're about an inch thick and they're about uh, I think they're about eight inches wide and they're sounds probably like minimum six feet long. Sounds um, like great I'm, wood for segmenting. I can use that. Yeah, because sure. I'm going to be uh, redoing the man cave here soon and one of the walls will I won't be able to use the shelves or have any room because I don't know if you may have seen on Facebook. Um, I know uh, Oink may have seen her if you follow me on TikTok. I have been really for the last year into antique Coke machines, like video yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah, so those are starting to take up a lot of room as possible on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been doing like uh, like I got two in my room right now. Um, there is a uh, you may follow or see her. There's uh, on TikTok. Her name is uh, Sunflower Queen, but she runs a uh, veteran organization called Hope for Twenty Two a Day. Um. They do a lot of uh, events and stuff like that. They do uh, pinup calendars. She does a lot of basically what she's trying to do is bring back the old USO pinup girls. Mm-hmm. Also, she's kind doing of, what pinup for vets is doing. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, they just had a huge what? event a few months ago out in uh, Missouri, I think. And I donated a bunch of stuff to them, but 
I have a, it's called a Vendo 59. It's a vending machine from 1946. It was the first vending machine made after World War II because they were saving all the metal for the war efforts. And it is actually made from metal from airplanes from World War yeah. II. Those so it's all- a pretty rare machine. Um, that's, that's and I'm doing one, right? Like a, like a, like a floor freezer, right? But it's got segments in a circle where the cokes go. Yes. Oh, those are so fucking awesome. It's a vin- this one is extremely rare because if you try to find parts for it, you can't. Nope. And it is a fully restored machine. It's fully functioning. It gets cold. You can put a dime in it, slide it, thing rotates, drinks come out. Yeah, a lot um, of I've got them weren't, a lot of them weren't exact specifications either because they couldn't get all of them to line up correctly. Not yeah. all of them are going to be the exact same as the one another guy has, and that is yeah. just that that's that is the days of ye, right? <laughs> well, this one, yeah, it's uh so it's fully restored. It's you know, um everything on works and I am actually donating it to them for their uh event next year to raffle off. Fucking awesome. Um, it makes me a little sick because if I wanted to sell it right now, I could probably sell it for about $25,000. Yeah. The but, one I've always wanted to get my hands on, it's up there, but it's, uh, H81B. It's the stand up, but you could see the Cokes in the, in the glass partition and you got to put your money in there and you actually had to open it up like a refrigerator, get your bottle out, close it. And then you had the little pop top where you, uh, pop the top. And it falls down. Anyway, I'm fucking. Oh, I've because I've got a few. Um, I've got. Gosh, if I've told you all the ones that I've got right now, uh, two I've got in here. One is called a Westinghouse BV56. It's a 1946 machine as well, but it's not the rarity of the Bendo 59. Um, and then it's uh, but that's one of my favorites. In the garage, I've got a Cavalier C51. Um, which is. Fully restored, it will go for about $10,000. Then I've got a uh, Vendo 44, which is probably, of all the ones that we've been restoring, that is the most sought after one is the Vendo 44 because of how compact it is. But it still holds 44 bottles. That's why it was so sought after. Before Um, I forget, we were talking about Christmas and all that. Earl, what you guys got going on at Veteran Trash Talk? Anything for Christmas uh, when it comes to merchandise or shows or anything that you want to let everybody know about? Uh, nothing, nothing really uh, special for like the holidays. We don't, we don't really focus on that as much. Uh, we do a, a Memorial Day special. That's about uh, what we do. And then one of our team members uh, for nine eleven, uh, he was in the Pentagon when, when it got hit, and uh, he was the one that knew about some technology. We share his story of how he was trying to find bodies in there, but uh, nothing crazy. We usually take, uh, take a couple weeks off and uh, hang out with the family, but we are running a sale on our fuck Hamas shirt right now. So that one is awesome and it's doing really well. But uh, so go on there and check out the fuck Hamas. Uh, it's really cool to see all the people who really, really hate Jews on the chat thread when those, when those things go out. Um, cause it's like, wow, you're going to say not fuck Kamas. Okay. All right. I mean, we could have that talk later or not. Uh, but no, I, I look forward to, uh, whoever's, uh, has those 45 baskets. I think it was JJ 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll send you no, our that, trash. That's Joel. Oh, Joel. Okay, I'll send you our trash talk button. It's like I said, it's like the fuck it button or the staples button, except it has uh, 12 veteran sayings on it, like get to the fucking motor pool and like where's the damn lieutenant and all kinds of stupid shit like that. So it's really funny. But the wood turner is JJ. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, I make, I make weird shaped wood brown. But, um, <laughs> I def- we definitely need to get together, Earl, and, and work some stuff out, uh, together and in collaboration with each other and cross bullshit things stuff. That fucking, you know, advertising marketing shit. That yeah, we, we got to, we got to, we got to do it. I'm a hot mess all the time. So it's sometimes I don't even Dang. know what day it is. So just, uh, like <laughs> fucking, I, mean, I, I, I never know who I'm talking to on Twitter until one of you say something like Nick earlier today. I was like, all right, I know who I'm talking to now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is awesome. And uh, thanks for inviting me. But I, I say I go jump and watch all my money go down the shitter. So. I hear you, hey, <laughs> hey, brother, we love you. You're always invited. We need to get over on your show. We'll, we'll figure something out and, uh, have some fun. Don't lose too much fucking money. Drink yeah, one to us. And, we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Message me. We go live on Saturdays. Pick a Saturday and we'll put you on. Yeah. You know Very what? Awesome. We might even fucking simulcast. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll have, I said, I'll let the nerds handle that. I'll let him. He's like, I won't even put any words in that. Just the nerds. Fuck nope, it. the nerds will do it. All right, guys. <laughs> hey, have a good one, be Thanks, good. Be safe. Have fun. Later, brother. Be sure you go over to VeteranTrashTalk.com. Check them out. I need to grab me some merch, man. They got some good uh, shit over there. Uh, and listen to their podcast shows. Um, hopefully we can, like I said, get them on the show again and start working with them as far as collaboration and stuff, uh, to that nature. Uh, Scav, what you got going on over there? Over where? I don't know. Over <laughs> there? Over yonder? You hunting this oh. year, bro? I haven't been in the woods for Good a year shit. yet this year at all. Good shit. Oh, man. I'm doing a coyote job, though. I just put traps in the ground this morning. Nice. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Sergeant Wardog and Recoil actually have, uh, Bullets, Blades, and Hooks debuting on December 1st. So be sure you check that out. It'll be audio and video. You can listen to audio on, uh, DV Radio's podcast yep. and you can listen or watch, uh, the video on YouTube and I believe Spotify if he's got it up. Nice. So yeah, bullets, blades, and hooks. I can't wait for you all to start watching and listening to that. And uh, especially for anybody that's uh, interested in hunting, fishing, outdoors, they've got a lot of uh, great people uh, lined up as guests. They've got their first guest is really good. I think you guys will enjoy that. That's a good uh, introduction to what the show is going to be about uh, in a sense, in a nutshell. I don't want to talk too much about it. It's, 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 it's still It's still percolating. Percolating. <laughs> hey, Scav, I got my first set of hearing aids, man. Whole world's opened up to me. Nice. Dude, nice. I had no idea I wasn't hearing how much I wasn't hearing. Yeah, that first ride home was an eye opener. Yeah. Been crazy. Been <laughs> crazy. You always talking about your hearing aids, and I'm like, man, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> right? On a quick note, if you'd like to see it, Bo, I just added a couple pictures of that one window that I was talking oh, about. Oh, I saw the chat. video of that one. That one's got the the uh, big revolving disc, right? Yep. yep. In, oh, in that the, one's uh, awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of uh, got a buddy of mine I kind of work with. We also do one as the trophy for the winner of the FedEx Cup every year and the winner of the Coca-Cola 600 up in Charlotte. Okay. Um, I'm going to put a picture of that one up real quick, and then I'll quit posting pictures. The mm-hmm. one that I'm posting for the very last one, the stand-up machine, that is my 100% my favorite machine, the Cavalier 72. Or, I'm sorry, the 96. But... It's a post, and these are just some of the ones that we've restored. That's awesome. Fucking man. Yeah, if you, I've, I've been looking for that one, but I can't find one that's cheap. What's it called again? It's similar to that. It's the, damn it. It's the, <laughs> God damn it. Now I got to go find it again because I never can remember. You know, we know people because, I mean, if we're finding machines to restore and do, we know people. I never can remember the damn thing. Uh, the H81B. It's similar to that one right there that you just sent, but it's actually, you, you have, you got, it's, it's different. It's different. <laughs> it was, uh, I think 55, 56. It's a, so it's just called a Vindo 81 is yeah. what we call it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you that we have one sitting in the closet unrestored. <laughs> of course not, right? But you don't want to know how much it costs to restore it. Oh, I can about imagine. I can about imagine. I do know not too long ago, the cheapest one I've seen it sell for was like five something, which was really cheap. And I was really surprised. It was an auction. Yeah. It's going to cost yeah. us to restore it a minimum of about $3,500 just to restore it. Oh, That's yeah, materials. That doesn't count time and labor. If we were to restore it, we would probably sell it for no less than ten grand. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I am. Yeah, I don't doubt it at all. But we do have one. So if you want to come up with about nine to ten grand, we will be glad to restore it and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> let me. Uh, let me talk to my bank. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's uh that is a uh it is a very sought after machine, I will say that. Um yeah, for sure. It is. Yeah, it's it's one of the any any of those ones uh, with a rounded top like that that have the glass door on it yeah. are extremely sought after. Um not the square top ones. The square top ones, people are like, Oh, I got a vintage Coke machine that it's a square top with a door on it. Very few of those are worth anything. Um it's the rounded top ones with a door on it like that that are worth money. Can you blame them though? Look at the beauty. Look at that. It's just, that's crazy. That one I put in the uh, chat, that last one with the rounded top, that is a Cavalier 90, uh, 96. Um, Usually when you see the number that represents how many bottles that it holds. Mm -hmm. And that was the one um, I will upload one more picture here in a second. It's the one that we sent to, uh, um, Actually, I don't have it. I have to find it. Anyway, that's the one that went to the FedEx Cup, that very bottom one right there. Uh, the guy that won it, uh, his name was Victor Hovland, a uh, little bastard in the two weeks before and up to the tournament, won like $22 million just playing golf. Mm. So, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, those are some of the ones that we do. But, you know, we can find any of them. It's just a matter of how expensive they're going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
okay, does this thing work? Sounds like it. <laughs> I want to. Oh, it's that barely working. Any idea who I am, both. Yeah, it's barely working. Oh, you aren't. I think one of those pictures came. I, I can barely hear anything. Am I the only one? I think that's my fault. Yeah, it sounds like he's coming in broken and uh, cracky. <laughs> I was very yeah. sure was I'm not cracky. I'm not, well, <laughs> mm, yeah, I'll leave. Mm, I am not that Maureen person. in the building. I never was that person. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Can't so for those that don't know, that's Snafu talking. Uh-huh. CrossFit. Apple Watch. <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. All I'm saying is he asked me, because I collect records, he asked me to play a Chipmunks record, and I went to the store, and I found a motherfucking Chipmunks vinyl record and played it for him. But not nice. the correct record, but it still worked. But it was a Chipmunks record. Do you know how hard that was to find? Yes, because I have the Chipmunk <laughs> Punk album in my house. Well, you want to sell it to me? No. <laughs> Who remembers the uh, uh, Bloom County record? Billy and the Boingers. I don't, but I remember I have the 1898 version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Recorded. Nice. The oldest record I got is uh, one of Frank Sinatra's records. I don't have anything super old. Well, actually, I do. I just don't have anything that can play them. <laughs> All of my super old ones are 10 inches that I don't have a record to play them on. Man, I have two two ex-wives. I lost my all my record collection. I actually been thinking about getting some vinyl again. I miss vinyl. Well, the good news is you can still find a lot of stuff, but it's it you really is. I like to hunt my vinyls. You know, like I've been looking for a few certain ones. Everybody's like, "We well, can get them online." I was like, "That just feeds the that, that feeds the fun of hunting it and finding right. it." Yeah, that defeats the point. But like, I have classic. I want the autograph record that has that song. Turn up the radio. You know, I was like, "But I want to find it out in the wild. I don't want to just go find it online." Well, yeah. when I started mine, I started it. I think it was mid last year. Started collecting again, and I'm up to seventy six. Right now, <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck am I going to put them? And I, I actually need to fucking uh, put some in my uh, vinyl boxes. But dude, it feels so great to have them again because I. No, you know what? You don't have any vinyl collection unless it's in milk crates. It's just, it's just not. With you. <laughs> well, none of mine are sitting in a milk crate right now. I none would, of mine are I sitting do, in a milk crate right now. But every single one of them was bought in a milk crate. I would do. Oh, milk there crate. you go. Okay, that's that's would, that works. <laughs> I would definitely do milk crates if I had my own house, but I don't have my own house, so I'm not doing milk crate. <laughs> but yeah, do, every single record have, I bought has been in a milk crate when I bought it. I there do have a a single 
vinyl box and I have a boxed set vinyl box. <laughs> so I've got that. I've got that there. And then I got a catalog. I fucking started cataloging the shit out of them because you guys know, right? When you go to find something, you're like, oh, I don't have that one. And then you look in your catalog and you're like, fuck, I do got that one. Well, or, I, or I will put y'all on a hunt right now. Okay. I will make y'all a deal. I will send, I don't give a shit, $100 worth of my stuff to the first person that can find the Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, albeit the 45 single. Or the uh, or the uh, thirty three that has the song "Begging" on it. Now the forty five. I'm not going to. It was released as a single. It was released as a single, but there is a greatest hits album that has it on there. Anybody that can find me that album and get it to me that has that song "Begging" on it, uh, I will send you a hundred dollars worth of shit. You know what? Which is essentially ten free bags. Does does that include going to the to the former record shop that has over 10,000 records. If you find it, I don't care. I don't care where the fuck it came from. Or you can come up here and just buy their 10,000 record collection because they're trying to sell it. Yeah, if I had that kind of 10,000 record money. <laughs> Jason, I'll tell, you what I've, I'll tell you what I've got, Jason. I have promotional copies of um you bring out the boogie in me that were never played ever. They were never, I have actually, I have a, um, I have an unopened version. I have an opened version. And then I have, uh, another version and they're all three different. Every single one of them are different from Sonny Taylor. And then and then I have a contract of Sonny T- Terry and Brownie McGee from March 20, 1970, signed by both of them, except Brownie McGee is the one that signed Sonny Terry's name. And they had a guaranteed minimum of no less than $800 for that week when they played these shows and a minimum of 50% of the of the uh net admissions <laughs> back in 1970. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably something to be made fun of, but probably my uh now my most valuable and kind of unique album is a single uh version unopened and autographed. It's a single version of Break Stuff from Limp Biscuit and autographed by Fred Durst. That's actually nice. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Because I got a friend that she used to work for Roadrunner Records doing promotional stuff, so she's able to get her hands on it. Yeah. Um, now, my most treasured album would probably be, honestly, probably any of my uh, Credence Clearwater albums. Yeah. I have a uh, Sonny Taylor blues harmonica in B flat, uh, uh, B flat, and he actually used it, and I got that from the Sunny Terry Estate. Uh, I think it was a last year. Oink. Was it last year I got that one? I believe so. You got, I got a bunch the, of them last year, Bo. I got well, well, uh, not the ones that I play. I've got because I got Sunny's uh, uh, vinyls this year, and I think I got yeah, I got the harmonica last year. But yeah, uh, the, the, he, yeah, lost Sonny Terry. 
anyway, I think I said Sonny Taylor, but, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm dead serious. Anybody that can find that, uh, Frankie Valley in the four seasons, uh, 45 or the greatest hits album with that song begging. I'm dead mm-hmm. serious. I'll send you 10 free bags. Guess I got to go through my records. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm also right. always looking for any kind of like old school heavy metal albums. Yeah. You know, I'm always on the hunt for those, but those honestly are some of the hardest ones to find. Heavy metal and punk are the two hardest to find. Yeah. Uh, um, most thing punk, I got some straight cats, but that's the only punk I have. A lot of your punk was independent though. So that's where the hardness comes in. Um, but yeah. it is, hey, watch it. Um, <laughs> it's 1015. This recording file is going to be so fucking big that it's going to take me fucking forever to. I thought that's uh, why you had oink. No. Oink, oink, don't do that. No, hell no. I'd fuck something up. All right. Let's see. Um, everybody's leaving. Yep. JJ, you're the first one. Say it. JJ. I, I can't find the button. <laughs> <laughs> That's also what she said. Uh, <laughs> Here'll be a map and everything. Still can't know, find it. Right? <laughs> All right. You said you got to go. Let's go. I got to go. I got to go. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I've been. I feel I, you. I'm old. Yeah, I'm old as dirt. And uh, I'm still getting up. At, well, the time change didn't help, but I'm getting up at five in the morning anyway. And uh, like I said, man, that convention was fucking inspirational as fuck. And I can't turn my brain off. And I'm getting out in the shop every day, every morning and uh, making shit round and playing with new ideas and shit. And, uh, I'm waiting for JJ to get that thread chaser. Oh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I got to raise the money. So the, so the company, the company, um, uh, I'm not going to call it a sponsorship yet because I can't, but I'm sort of being um, supported by Bestwood Tools, and uh, if you watch my uh, if you watch my YouTube, uh, I did a video at the uh, at the uh, symposium uh, with their thread chasing machine, and uh, they're cutting me a deal for half price um, to buy that thread thread chasing machine, and the other half of the price is to do a video teaching people how to use it because they, no. they, they I don't know shit about woodworking. What is a thread chaser? A th- so a thread chaser. So a thread chaser, thread chaser. Then comes the part where you just said teaching people how to use it, but you got to yeah, teach okay. us what it so is too. Thread, thread chasing is cutting threads into like the lids of lidded boxes. So that they screw together and there's multiple ways to do it. One of the most difficult is little hand tools. Um, and that's really, really, it takes years to master thread chasing. Well, uh, a, a gentleman named Wilcox, who passed away not long after he invented the machine, created a machine that allows you to cut threads on a lathe accurately with the machine and takes out a lot of that years and years and years of uh, practice, um, basically Using the machine, you overcome the need for two or three years of just fucking shit up until you can get it right. Mm-hmm. And, um, they've, the company has, has paid multiple video people who turn and make videos 
to uh, do instructional videos on it, and they've been screwed like 10 times. One time to the tune of $5,000. And I'm like, that's bullshit. There's no, there's no reason to pull something like that. And, uh, so, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm working with them and I can't call it a sponsorship yet, but I very may well be have a sponsorship in addition to Brad's workbench. So that's pretty cool. But supportive uh, is still on the right direction. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Big, big step in the right direction. Um, <laughs> Red says in the quilting world a thread chaser is the quilter on her knees following the thread of the spool she dropped and rolled <laughs> true true yeah but anyway so yeah it's a really cool um, machine I saw it and I was like you oh I see how that it. works yeah I got to use it I got to play with it yeah and it uh, wasn't that You even by watching cool. you it wasn't that hard to do no, it's not hard. It's just, you know, the big, it pretty much like anything like pens. I was, I was prepping pens today and people are asking me questions because I was live. And, uh, most of the work of making pens is cutting the blanks to the right size, drilling the blanks, gluing in the, you know, gluing in the tubes. It's all the prep work. It only takes about 10 minutes to turn a pen. It's getting it to the point where you can actually turn it and cut it. That's all the work. And, um, that's why uh, handmade pens are, are expensive because it takes a lot of work to do it. So, but anyway, yeah, I uh, uh, got to strangle my dog. Munchie, knock it off. <laughs> Goofball. But I got to get out of here. I got to go to sleep. I am wore out. Love you guys. Thanks for having mm-hmm. a uh, great Barrett's talk tonight and uh, Barrett's party. Thanks, right, JJ. Brother, we'll you, see you later, later, JJ. Everybody, go check out what Ty with Turning. Go do it. Buy some shit. Buy some gifts. All that good shit. Wazzy wazzy bakadapaza. All right. Jason, southernvatsuites.com. What would you like to say to our listeners tonight, listening or on podcast? You got anything upcoming as far as sales or anything you just need to get out really quick? Cause I, uh, I got to render this fucking file. It's going to be fucking- honestly, no. Cause with the movie people coming off a strike, my world's probably about to get fucking rocked. So, uh, no sales, nothing special coming up. Cause I, with them being 70% of my income, that's who I got to focus on. Just being dead honest is the movie people. So no, in short, no. Jason, <laughs> did you ever figure out that TikTok shop bullshit that would happen? Fuck no. I shut that shit down. <laughs> Everybody does it for a little bit and then they shut it down. Because it's so goddamn annoying and hard to figure out. Well, so, one guy, it oh, took no. him, it's been two months and he still hasn't got paid from them. Yeah, I've, I've made about $100 in sales and I never got paid for them there. So I shut that shit down. And they gig you on the, the delivery thing too. Like you have to have like three day delivery. And if you don't get it by then, then TikTok. Digs at you for that they, too. Yeah, they give you points, negative points, and once you reach so many points, they shut it down. So I'm like, fuck that. Anyway, righty, let's move over to Gary with the Ginger Texas. Praise hell, praise hell, man. Everybody stay good. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> stay sober, motherfucker. And just because That's I right. fucked up email, don't fucking be like, I got a drink. <laughs> Damn near did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, brother. Just reach out to us. You know that. Uh, yeah. Let's have a more. 
Wait, is she still here? I am, but I only have one question. Where the fuck is the frozen asshole? Both of them's up there. What are you talking about? You got to be specific. Well, which one are you talking about? You know exactly which one. I just have one question <laughs> for you, Frosty. How's your balls? Still frozen? Still frozen. In the fucking freezer. What do you think? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where else do you keep I your snowballs? I know where Oink's balls are. They're in his wife's purse, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Damn, Zena. Oh, oh, wow. Hey, I'm not uh, denying it. He advertises it. I'm not touching it. I'm not going to touch it. Y'all haven't met Amy before, so you that's pretty She threw pretty Gary's odd. ass in a cab and then out of a cab. You know, so. <laughs> Bruce, lead me. Dropkick me. She's four foot two. Dude, dynamite in small packages. I'm telling you, people used to think I wasn't shit because I was a fucking stick. And I'm going to tell you what, dynamite in small packages. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. What else you got, Nevermore? That it? That it? I just be sitting around gaming. That's about all I do. If if anybody wants to game with you, what they got to do? Uh, they'll have to message me because I I I I kind of regulate my gaming service so people well, don't get on my nerves. Well, first of all, what do you game on? Uh, PC and technically Xbox from the PC. Oh, yeah. Xbox all day. We have all kinds. Uh, mostly here lately, they've all been doing Apex, COD, Fortnite, Minecraft, and Titanfall. Uh, let's do I this. do survival games. How do you want people to contact you nevermore? Uh, well, I can get you on Facebook. I know we're friends yeah, on Facebook. I was going to say, you, I'm friends with most everybody here on TikTok or Facebook, but if not, just message Bo. He can give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about listeners, but okay. Um, moving uh, on. <laughs> no, let's not kill the bow. Mo- moving on. Frosty. I know it's been a minute. I know you ain't said a lot during this show. I apologize. We got some motherfuckers who just can't shut their goddamn mouth and they just keep talking in circles and they just keep talking and talking. And <laughs> pull energizer bunnies out of their fucking asses when I say, Hey, what you got? And I expect maybe five. No, nah, we going an hour. All right. Take a breath. <laughs> nah. Okay. You, you just a tape recorder now. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh, we going down that rabbit hole. Oh, oh, conspiracy. Th- oh, all right. All right. Anyway, what you got for us, Rossi? I guess I'll just stick with my usual. Check on your brothers and sisters. Check on yourself. If you need help, reach out. There's all these places like they mentioned in the show. And, uh, you know, the other day at, at work, Oink threw a chunk of cheese at me. How dare he? You know what? I've, I've got a wait, wait. I've got a counter for you. I've got a counter for you, really quick, before I meet out and tell my mom good night. Frosty, how do you circumcise a will? Very carefully. For skin divers. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, Bob, I got a better one. How do you ruin sixty nine? You put a period in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how how many dead hookers does it take to turn on a light bulb in look, the basement? This is, look, this isn't a challenge. <laughs> I've got to get out and tell my mom goodnight, and i got to get this show ended because this file is going to be fucking huge. Apparently not four because it's still dark as fuck down there. No, what you got, what you got for our listeners live or on podcast? Joel from MBR Radio, live or on podcast. What you got for us? Last thoughts. 
Right, we got the VA Desert, uh, Valor Hospital in Lakewood. We've got a Christmas basket thing for these guys that are fighting the, the PTSD and the, you know, the struggles today. We, we give them, uh, 45 Christmas baskets. We're looking for nonprofits that have pamphlets that will want to send office supplies. We want to gear these veterans up so that when they get out of the hospital, they're not alone. They have resources. And we will get you guys that link for the podcast description. Uh, Sergeant Wardog, last thoughts for our listeners on Barrett's party. Yes. You know, you hear me joking about, uh, psych ward gang all the time, but in all seriousness, it's my way of representing mental health in the military community. If you run into any type of mental health crisis, do not be ashamed or afraid to dial 988 and choose option one again. If you have any type of mental health crisis, just as I had to, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial 988 and choose option one. Have a good week. Salute. Absolutely. 100,000%. And over to our last but not least, Mr. Oink. What you got for us (laughs) on this barracks party on Veterans Day weekend, November 11th, 20. 23 here on DV Radio, WDVR, DVRadio.net. It is Veterans Day, folks, and it's also coming up on the holidays where a lot of folks don't enjoy the time. So check on your battle buddies and have them head over to ObjectiveZero.org if they need to chat with somebody. Uh, you know, give them a phone call. Text message is nice and even, you know, but that, that phone call to your battle buddy could save their life. You never know. You never know what they're going through. So, you know, check on your battles and, uh, you know, hey, stay safe out there, fuckers. Are we going to hear Oink snore again this year on uh, New Year's Eve? Negative. Ain't happening. <laughs> I'm on night shift now, baby. <laughs> you were there, too. All right. All right. I, I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> we absolutely have to end this show. I am going to close this zooming as soon as I finish the intro. I'm sorry. I hate that. I love you all. But this file is going to be fucking huge. And I want to eat. And I want to enjoy my food. And I need to render this show. But... I, I got one thing to say. Party. I got one thing to say. Free. Good, free. Night, God Chest. Damn it. Good night, Chesty, wherever you are. Absolutely. So for everybody listening live <laughs> or on podcasts, thank you so much for joining us for this very special Veterans Day weekend barracks party. Or if you listen to the barracks talk and then you listen to the barracks party, we absolutely love you for tuning in. Don't forget you have until midnight to use that 11% discount on the DV radio store at dvradio.net. Go do it right now. Don't forget the DV farm, dvfarm.org. We still need to raise that 25 grand for the septic system. We love each and every one of you for Oink Wordog, Joel from MBR Radio, Jason from SouthernVetSuites.com, Frosty, Ginger Texas, also known as Gary, and Miss Nevermore, and JJ, who dipped out, Scav, who dipped out, and Roberto, who skipped out, as well as Mr. Big Earl from Veteran Trash Talk Radio. Shut the fuck up, Scooby. I'm trying to end the goddamn show. And Snafu, who joined us at the end of the hour. I'm Bonerwood. You just heard the Barracks Party right here on WDV fucking rdvradio.net until the next barracks party motherfuckers bye fucking bye hit us up on facebook and twitter
Radio.